welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. 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 This episode is brought to you by Hostfully, a company that helps you make beautiful guidebooks for your listing. Especially for Get Paid for Your Pet listeners, get two free months of their premium version. For more details, visit hostfully.com slash pad. Today I'm talking to Andrew McConnell. He is the CEO of Rented.com, which is the largest marketplace that connects property owners with property managers. And it, this is a really interesting concept. There's lots of opportunity for individual Airbnb hosts as well as property managers. So I'm very excited to be talking to Andrew. Andrew, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Now, we connected a couple of weeks ago, and I remember when I first heard about your company, it was a little bit confusing to me. I wasn't quite sure <laughs> what you guys do and you know who are you guys for, you know, what are the opportunities. But now, as I got to understand it better, I see that there's a lot of opportunity for individual hosts who want to grow and manage more properties, and also for property managers who want to expand their business quickly. So we're going to get all into that, but uh, first, could you please explain? Explain sort of in a, in a few phrases, what does rentatorcom do? Yeah, and your initial reaction is a totally normal one. I mean, if you roll back the clock five years or more and think about Airbnb or Uber, and if you were trying to describe what those were to someone who didn't already know, and say, wait a minute, a stranger running out of room, I'm not really sure I follow. So we do fight a bit of an uphill battle describing rented.com today because we are the only one that focuses where we do. And what we do is we connect owners, whether they're vacation homeowners, Airbnb owners, property investors with short-term rental managers. So Airbnb managers, vacation rental managers, other short-term rental managers through this online marketplace. And the main way we do that is through our dedicated rented capital fund, where we have over $100 million worth of leases that we're able to sign where we go give guaranteed income to that owner of the property and say, here, we're just going to send you a steady check every single month. And then we're going to place your property with the single best short-term rental manager for that home. Because we have this network of over a thousand managers all over the world. And so with properties in Africa, across Europe, South America, North America, managers, you know, Asia, Australia, we can really provide that depth and breadth of coverage. And so... If you think of Airbnb and VRBO and these others as kind of retail markets where you get the property in front of a guest who wants to book a night or a week at a time, we're kind of that back-end market that takes the owner and connects them with the manager, the professional that's going to do all that work for them. Great. I think the best way for people to understand this, if you could explain the different ways that you work with hosts and managers. So, for example, let's start with the Airbnb host who wants to expand and manage more properties. What can this host do? 
Yeah, so that's probably the largest segment of our, you know, active customer base. Our managers who may have gotten started out working with Airbnb or started off just as an individual host on Airbnb and said, "Hey, not only do I enjoy this, but I'm pretty good at it." And I want to start managing more properties on Airbnb. And so what we do in partnering with those hosts, with those managers, is we finance their ability to go give guaranteed income to owners of the properties. So say you manage five or 10 properties today, you want to grow that to 20 or grow that to 30. You know, we took one manager from eight properties last year to over 80 by the end of the year. And what we do with that is we say, here, we'll be the finance that goes and pays that owner the fixed amount every month. And then you manage for us on commission. Because we can spread our risk across all these different managers. You might not be able to have that financial risk on your own account or have the financial means today to go ahead and pay You know, some of our properties. We have to pay security deposits of $30,000. We have to pay monthly rent of $50,000 or more. And not everybody has that kind of money just sitting around to be able to go provide that kind of guaranteed income. So... We just give leverage and give the ability for those managers looking to grow to do it way more easily and way faster. Because most managers out there, they can and only manage on a commission basis. And if you put yourself in the homeowner or property owner's shoes and say, what am I going to value more? A stranger telling me, trust me, I'm going to make you a lot of money. And every dollar that I bring in, I'm going to take 30 cents or 40 cents from you. Or the manager who can come in and say, hey, don't just trust me. I'm going to give you an exact number that I'm going to pay you each month. And by the way, it's not even me that you're having to worry about. It's this huge fund that's backing me. Because one, they believe in me as a manager. And two, they have the money to be able to send you this every single month. Right. And you know, when you rent out for the long term, you kind of have some sort of a guaranteed income. Not quite, of course, because the renter can always stop renting. But, you know, that's kind of a little bit more comparable than if you were to do short-term renting, right? So I was just curious. Let's say that I rent out my place for $2,000 a month. You know, what kind of amount would you typically offer? Yeah, so that's kind of the beauty of it is what we do is offer a premium over the long-term rental market because we are going to go put it in that short-term rental market. So we don't set our price based on what it could get in the long-term market. We set our price on what we expect to get in the short-term rental market. So you can get premiums from anywhere to, you know, on the low end, it may only be 5 or 10% premiums, all the way up to maybe sometimes 2x what you wow. would have expected in the long-term rental market. And then the additional benefit, so besides just that steady income, and instead of having to do a background check on a tenant, you have us, rented.com, as your corporate tenant that's saying, hey, look, I have a whole fund that's paying me, and I know they're locking it in for five years. The separate piece that really an individual owner starts to value is that we then go put a professional manager in that property. So instead of having to act as a landlord and deal with any complaints from a tenant, you have a professional manager in your property all the time, keeping it cleaned, keeping it maintained, because they're having to put guests in it. They're having to keep up to a standard for those guests. And so you end up making more money with less work and a better maintained property at the end of the term. So it's, it's kind of this trifecta win 
on all those fronts for a property owner. How long do you typically guarantee the income for? Minimum. I mean, we don't set a minimum if you need a few months, right? So ideally you need at least three or six, 98% or at least 12 months. And then we are more than happy to go into multi-year. So you don't want to have to deal with having to renew or go find tenants or, or go find a new manager every single year. So if you want to do a three, five, 10 year contract, we'd love to do that. So just as an example, right? So I bought a penthouse in Cali, in Colombia, which is going to be finished in about one month. So now I kind of have three options. I could either rent it out long term and manage it myself, or I could give mm-hmm. it to you guys and say, hey, here's my penthouse. You know, what can you guys pay me? Or I can go and manage it myself, do Airbnb myself, right? Those, those are kind of like the free options that I have as a property owner. That's exactly right. So you could do the long term where you say, I'm going to be a landlord and I know the rate I'm going to get and have to kind of keep up with my tenant. The second option you said, exactly. You go through rentit.com, you know exactly what you're going to get. It's going to be higher than that long-term rental market. And you're going to have a local onsite manager maintaining that unit. Or the third option for those that really do enjoy it and or have the time or maybe are local, you can just do it yourself. Right. Like if anybody knows how to do it, it's it's obviously you. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, I'm probably going to manage it myself. <laughs> Sorry about that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but here's the other thing, right? I can now, let's say, okay, so I'm sitting in my penthouse in, in Cali and I'm, I look over the street on the other side of the street. There's another nice condo. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'm already managing this place here. I could manage another one. But... I don't want to pay three months rent in, in advance. Right. I don't want to bear that risk. So what I can do is I can go to the owner of that other condo and I can say, hey guys, you guys should deal with rent.com. Like these guys can give you guaranteed, just a uh, name and number, $2,500 a month or so. And then they will also manage it for you or, or I could manage it, right? I could manage it. I take the commission. So you guys pay the property owner. I then manage it and the income goes to you guys, but I get my management percentage. And you, in that scenario, not only do you get your management percentage, but once we hit our target, which is minimal, we then bump your commission to 50%. So managers that work with us make more than they do managing for normal homeowners because we don't just give them the same commission they normally have. We give them this incentive structure where once they hit a certain number, they get 50 cents of every single additional dollar. And at what number do you give the 50%? Is that like 2x or something? Or Oh, not even 2x. It's way lower. We only discount what we expect to get paid by 15%. And so homeowners, this is really where homeowners working with us get these really high guarantees. So we'll go in and we don't do big haircuts. We don't take a huge cut for ourselves. We keep it very low to make sure the owner really is getting the benefit. The manager really is getting the benefit because we can, at 15%, cover our cost of capital and, and make as much money as we need. Right. Because at the end of the day, you guys don't really do a lot, right? You're basically doing the arbitrage. You're providing the income to the homeowner and then you're letting the property manager basically do the work and you're sort of the middleman, you know, between the the property owner and the property manager. So I guess that enables you to take only the 50% cut. Exactly. I mean, we're selling money at the end of the day. So we say homeowner, do exactly what you want, which is receive steady monthly income. Here, let us pay you that. Manager, do exactly what you do today. Manage on a commission basis. Oh, but by the way, we're going to pay you more to do that. 
And then what our job is, is to be able to continue to keep raising this capital as we grow and grow the fund and underwrite to the right number. So there are kind of two things that we have to do. One, have that really broad network of the best rental management companies in the world. And two, have the data to be able to know what we can and should be paying these different homeowners in order to give them a number that they like, as well as give a number that the manager is able to manage to and make some money off of. Right. So um, again, going back to the example that we were using, let's say um, I talked to the guy who has the other condo and he agrees. So now you guys are renting the house from this guy. I am managing it. And let's say you guys are paying him $2,000. And then I'm making like 4000 on Airbnb, you know, which is kind of like 2x, which is kind of, I think, a realistic number, depending on the market, of course. But let's say I'm making 4000 and then, you know, I'm, I'm taking like 30% commission. So that's, so then you guys get 2800 So then basically you're making 800 Correct. I'm making 1200 for managing. And the property owner is also making 2000 which is probably couple hundred dollars higher than what the long-term rent exactly. would be. So it's almost, it's kind of like a, just a, a win-win-win situation for everyone. Exactly. I mean, that's, we have our own internal company values and our number one value is these transactions only happen when everybody is better off. Unless we're in a position to make money, the manager's in a position to make money and wants the property and the homeowner's happy about it. We don't try to trick any deals through or push anything through. We only do this if all three parties are better off. And there are certainly instances, you know, there are certain markets that you actually make more in the long-term rental market than in the short-term rental market. So we have this new report we do every year, the 2018 one just came out, for the top 150 places in the U.S. to invest for Airbnb investment. And so you can go to some markets and you can make four times as much on an Airbnb as the long-term rental market. But you could go to another market where, you know, they're even within Atlanta, certain parts that you'll make way more in the long-term market than the short-term market, just because they're places that A, people really want to live, and B, that out-of-town people don't want to be in those neighborhoods. You don't want to be totally remote in some random neighborhood just because it has a good school. And so, the two aren't necessarily connected, right? Between what the long-term rental rate is and the short-term rental rate. We really try to focus where it's out of whack the other way, where long-term rental rates are pretty low, but there's really high short-term rental demand. Right. So that brings me to my next point. Are you guys operating worldwide? We are. Yeah. So we're on six continents. We haven't broken into Antarctica yet, (laughs) but... The beauty of the model, as you said, with the manager really doing it all, like in Colombia, in Cali, the manager's already there. The property's already there. We're just the dollars, so we don't need to be there. The parties that need to be there are already there. And so we let managers in Africa, in South America, all across Europe, use our money to go do these guarantees and work with owners to provide those guarantees and then manage the properties how they do today in those markets. You've heard me talk about Hostfully a lot over the past few months. I love sending my beautiful Hostfully guidebook to my guests, as it makes me look very professional. I also love including screenshots of my guidebook in my actual Airbnb listing. This helps me stand out from the crowd. Well, now I'm thrilled to announce that I'm a sponsor of the Hostfully host program. Twice a month, Hostfully selects a host and features them on their top-ranked blog. 
This is great promotion for your listing and a cool way to share your favorite local spots to a large audience. What's even cooler is that each hostly host gets a free set of organic sheets from the clean bedroom. And now that I'm a sponsor, you'll also be featured in my newsletter, my social media feeds, and you'll get free access to my video course on how to be a great host. For more details and how to apply, visit hostly.com slash hostly host. Let's say I am a property manager and I want to expand my portfolio. How should I get in touch? How does it work? Yeah, the best way is really visit rented.com. Specifically, you could go to rented.com slash capital, which kind of tells a little bit more about what the rented capital fund does for property managers and gives you a way to sign up and express interest in that. And then what we do is we pair you with an account manager who really understands your business, how and where you want to grow, and then works with you on that to make sure that we are working on the right properties, working with the right owners, getting you the right numbers to be able to get those properties under your management. Do you guys acquire individual property owners yourself or do the property managers that you work with do most of the acquisitions? Most of the acquisitions come from the local manager. They have the offices locally. They have the relationships with real estate agents or they're sending their own marketing. Because of the core rented.com brand and marketplace, we have owners that come through us and list that we can then take to managers. But again, just because we're in so many geographies, if you're coming in, you know, we have people come into us from Baku, Azerbaijan or, you know, Isfahan, Iran, and we're not doing any proactive marketing in all these different, you know, 700 and something different cities. And so the best way to have supply is to use your own marketing that you're already using today. Because what this does for you is for those conversations you're already having, for those owner pitches you're already having, it just helps increase the acceptance rate for your company by three to five times. And so every, say, used to be every 100 owners you talk to, you may get five that said, yep, I want to work with you. We take that closer to 15 to 25. Right. And that's because the value proposition that you're providing is is just more attractive, right? Because I know that it's very hard to convince landlords to allow you to do Airbnb. Right. I think it's getting a little bit better, but it used to be, especially when landlords hadn't even heard of Airbnb, you know, and the idea right. of, of having strangers in your house was just completely insane. It was very tough, you know, you go up to a landlord and say, like, hey, I'll rent your place. And then, you know, would you allow me to do Airbnb? And the guy, you know, the landlord would be like, no, of course not. What are you talking about? But now, yeah, you know, I mean, I yeah, exactly. So one of the things that you can do to sort of convince your landlord, if you're renting, a, let's say you're renting a place and you want to convince your landlord to allow you to do Airbnb is offering your landlord a higher rate saying pay a couple yeah. hundred dollars extra on top of the rent if you allow me to do Airbnb, right? So you're, I guess that's that's one of the things that makes it attractive for property owners, you're you're paying more and you're guaranteeing. So you're happy to say, okay, we're guaranteeing you two years of rent. Yes. So what, more what, than happy whatever, <laughs> whatever happens, if if suddenly there's new rules that don't allow Airbnb or short-term rentals, or for whatever reason, you guys are not able to actually make a good income, you know, you're still guaranteeing that rent to the landlord. 
Well, that does bring up a good point. No, that is actually not true. So our contract explicitly states that if the rules change, if the laws change such that we can't rent on a short-term rental basis, then this contract is void because the <laughs> entire contract is premised on us being able to do that. You know, if we go in and then six months in, and we've had this happen, and as long as everybody knows it and is aware of it, everybody's fine with it. Right. So yeah, it was great while it lasted, right? I made more than I was in the long-term rental market, but now it's not allowed anymore, so I'll go back to the long-term rental market. Right. Because it's not like we keep the property off the market. We give it right back to you. It's just we can't pay you that premium if there's no way for us to, yeah. to rent it anymore. Yeah, no, that, that, that makes sense. Otherwise, you'd be taking on a lot of risk. It would almost be... Yeah, especially you know some of these markets that they're changing a lot, like... Yeah, you know, Paris, Barcelona, New Orleans in the U.S., Nashville in the U.S., it, it can get very, very risky. But then what happens if it's kind of in the gray zone? Because, you know, if the regulation is, okay, you're not allowed to do any short-term rental, then, of course, okay, that's where the party ends. The property owner gets his property back and, and the contract is canceled. But what if, for mm -hmm. example, what if they say, okay, now if you want to do short-term rentals, you have to... You, know, you have to register with the local authorities. You can only do maybe, I don't know, like 90 days a year or 180 days a year or something, some regulations yeah. that kind of limit short-term rentals, but not prohibited. Right. And I mean, how the wording is, if it's something that just requires licensing, then certainly we want to do that. We work with professional management companies, so we want to do the licensing. We, we love that kind of regulation. If it's limiting the days that we can rent it, again... We can't do that because the entire premise is when we go project what we can offer this owner and give them that premium, we go look at exactly what occupancy per month and average daily rate per night would be per month. And so the offer was premised on it being available typically 365 days a year. Right. Now, there are times where it can be less than that because owner says, look, I want to keep these four weeks because this is actually my vacation home and I go in August to go stay there, but you can have the other 11 months. That's fine because we know that on the front end and give them a number based on that. If something changes and we went from, we think we have 360 days we can rent down to 180, then no, that, that contract gets canceled. Makes sense. Um, we're getting to the end of the episode. I just wanted to ask you, is there anything else that you want to share that we haven't really covered that's important to know? Yeah, I mean, it's. I think you'll see more and more of this this year, especially. But you know, today alone, Curb had this article on the professionalization of Airbnb and the space. It really started off as peer to peer. It was just these individuals may rent out a spare room, or when you're on vacation, rent a single property. But like what happened with eBay, like what happened with any kind of online marketplace, you get some people like you who end up seeing an opportunity and building a business on top of it. And what that means is for the people who did just do it as a side project, you can get squeezed down. And rented.com can be very helpful for those people because they may have a great property that does well on Airbnb in the right hands. And they may just not have the time or desire to do that anymore. So we can help them still get that Airbnb premium without the work. On the other side, for those people that do decide, hey, this is a great business. I enjoy it. I'm good at it. I want to grow. Then please check us out at rena.com. We'd, we'd love to work with you to do exactly that. Sweet. Is there an email address where people can get in touch with you if they have any questions? Yeah. Best is just come through admin at rented.com. 
and we can make sure we route it to the right people depending on your geography. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot for coming on the show, Andrew. I think it's a really interesting idea. I never thought of it. Like it's basically arbitrage. Right. It's very cool. Thank you. And I'm curious uh, to see where, you know, how you guys will develop. So I'm sure we'll stay in touch and I'm sure you'll give me some updates in the future. I absolutely will. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. And listeners, thanks for listening. And of course, on Friday, there's This Week in the World of Airbnb, all the news from this week. So make sure you don't miss it on Friday. And next week, I'll be back as well with another interview. So I hope to see you then. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid 